right, everybody, welcome to the ID84 show live here in Revere, Massachusetts on this 10th day in September of October, I'm sorry, 2017. As always, the Adam the Mallet to the left of me. This is episode 31. Hello, everybody. And uh, things are about to get weird. Always. Always. It's been a, quite the week, sir. Quite the week. Yeah, we got football, bowel obstructions, tacos. We got everything. Movies, trailers, and... Should we, talk, should we talk about oh, bug. the taco first? Yeah, we should get this out of the way. I mean, we, you and me were talking about it, and we should just... Last week, last Wednesday, a week from tomorrow, a week ago tomorrow, was International Taco Day, which was October 4th, and uh, Adam and I decided we were going to go try to eat the two-pound taco at the Margaritas restaurant here up in uh, Rivera. And um, here's the thing. Two pounds of... Food does not really sound like a lot. Sometimes when you think about, if you go to get a steak, that's like a 24-ounce steak, or that's like a, you know, a 16-ounce steak with the fixings and mashed potatoes and stuff. So you're probably eating two pounds of food when you had steak, like you know what I mean. You're also eating the fat though when you get that. True. You're trimming that off. And uh, but two pounds is too, it's, think how hard it is to eat a one-pound hamburger. It, it is. is. Hard, you know oh, it's I mean? very hard. Yeah, especially with all the crap on it and everything. Though. Exactly. So we had to do this within an hour. I don't think we had to do it within an hour. I think we had to finish no, it. No, we just set it for ourselves to do it that way. Yeah. You should have one. Yeah. I got most of the inner innards done. Now there was rice, beans, pork, beef, chicken, Bacon. cheese, yeah. sauces of a varietal amount, and then it was on a deep fried, greasy, disgusting taco shell. And that's where that's where I put the that's where it stopped me right there because I I, I what I did was I. I Carved out the taco. You did. Yeah, and ate all the. It was the best strategy to go yeah. with. It definitely I, was. I ate all the meat first because I figured that's what they do in these hot dog eating contests, right? They eat the meats and then well, they. Well, hot dog is just, yeah, but that's small. But you have any contest, that's what you should do. It's the carbs yeah. last. And they soak everything. So I'm like, all right, now, if I, as long as I get the meats and heavy stuff down, I could probably get away with just ripping the taco shell pot and eating it like a nacho, you know what I mean? So. I did that, and then I had like the first bite of it, and I got like seriously nauseous. Yeah, I think there was so I, much <laughs> oil in that. Now, if it was a soft shell, I probably would have been able to eat it. But hard shell, no way. I couldn't do it. No. It was actually making me sick to my stomach. Yeah. You, on the other hand, tried it on. plow through <laughs> like an Alaskan uh, trucker on an ice road trying to get his cargo to the, the, the high north <laughs> you know, so people could survive off of and yeah. eat. And yes. uh, you did so successfully. I did. That matter. I did not see any. Uh, you did. You did have to sweat. So I never seen you sweat like that before. I did because well, I ate the jalapenos first, mm. and then yeah, I was sweating, and then um, it was a bit of a grind because once you hit that shell, it was like hitting the wall. And then, but remember, I, we were timing it out because I jumped. We jumped so far ahead. It was like there was still. We were only twenty eight minutes into eating this. And there was just the shell left. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I was able to time it out. Okay. At one point, I was like, I got five bites left. I can do nine minutes per bite. True. And make it work. But it was still like, really, my body was telling me, just don't. And, but I'm looking, I'm like, there's barely anything left on this plate. But it felt like it was impossible. And especially with that damn shell just weighing you down. The, the shells would kill you. Yeah. It was. And it's not like an impossible test. Now, so they used to do this thing a couple of years ago. If you finish the taco within an hour, you get one free taco a week for a year. So you get 52 free tacos. This guy, Joe, who was at the fundraiser, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, he was the one who came in afterwards. He was drinking the margaritas, the older guy. Okay, I think I'm talking he's, about He's a regular. He comes in all the time. Also in my ward. Oh, yeah, I know. He uh, did it a couple of years ago. So every Sunday, he would come in and watch football with his buddy and order his taco. He has free tacos. I mean, it was a great idea. It's pretty awesome. But, um... The, the fact of the matter is, um, I, I forget the point I was making. Oh, so I was done in a half, yeah, like you said, we were done in a half hour. I just couldn't stomach it. And it, it this will be on the quickie. I, I've been a little um, backed up on the quickies. My quickies are a little slowies. But we have the taco one. We have a couple of angles shot of Adam and I eating the tacos. But uh, I tried getting it on this week. But it's been a busy, hectic week of stuff. So that will be on YouTube fairly soon. Um, and I hope you enjoy that. As well. What's that look for? We also didn't train for it. Either. No. We got Susan over here. What's these look? Yes, Susan. What the hell? I just sent you guys a picture of what I expected the aftermath to be <laughs> after eating the tacos. Oh. Oh, yeah. Here oh, we go. Boy. She sent us. Oh, well, that's an interesting picture. <laughs> oh, my God. Who's that lady? I don't know. 
don't know if you can see this. <laughs> well, it did end up kind of that way. There's a redheaded lady on a toilet <laughs> that's shooting off into space. That is not what happened. But unfortunately, that is not what happened to either of us. No, not immediately. It constipated yeah. us. Unbelievable, right? I mean, yes, I literally horrible. had stomach issues. Yes, me too. I felt like like I had a bowling ball sitting in my stomach. I was miserable at work. And I, I, why is that? I don't know. Because there's so much protein that we ate. No, I think our bodies. Because you can train for this. You can expand yeah. your stomach. I yeah. think you and I just didn't do because we didn't do that. No, we don't. So train, I no. think we. And I don't know. I barely eat as it is on a regular basis. So we, we just blasted our body with two pounds of waste to deal with. True. And I think that's what ended up doing it. And it was it was a lot of food. I'm telling you right now. I mean, and, and when this it, it was like, it sunk to my stomach. Like, it, I, I eat a light breakfast. You know, usually a quick lunch, yeah. and sometimes I go without dinner. Um, usually lunch is my biggest meal of the day. So really, lunch. Yeah, because I, I you know I, well I have a couple at work. Yeah. <laughs> Two lunches usually. Yeah. But um. That's because you have my delicious leftovers. Oh. That I cook every night for you. Yes, I'm gonna have some delicious leftovers tomorrow too, right? That yeah. you cook tonight. Yeah. <laughs> delivered to us. Yeah, delivered. Courtesy <laughs> of Papa Gino. Her, the kitchen that she owns over and uh, down the street. Yeah. Remember the last time I got Papa Gino's? By the way, off, off note, it took like three and a half hours to get it. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, it's not like that tonight. But um, yeah, I I finally went back to normal uh, like today. Yeah, that's that's crazy, man. Because you it was, were the it was a week. I took. Yeah, I. <laughs> so you went. I, I I did the same thing last night. I I I take these these um toxic these toxic cleansing pills like once a year. Yeah. And you're only really only supposed to take them like once every one blue moon, and you're only supposed to take them for like a week straight. They're like an herbal remedy. It really just cleans out your intestinal tract and it mm. gets all the waste. It kind of it I equivalent to it is basically like Drano for your intestines. That's what I did. Pretty so, yeah, it basically, I take one of these, and usually, you, the minute you take it, like, a half hour later, you feel like jerking on your stomach. Yeah. But it, it literally, it's healthy, because it gets all the weird of all the waste and shit that's yep. that backed up inside there. So, you take one of those, and now I'm on a, I'm on a regular re- regimen for the next week and a half, which is about that time of year anyways. The last time I took it was almost a year ago, so. But it, uh, it makes you feel 100% better. It makes you sleep better. It makes mm-hmm. you feel more active, like getting all that crap out of you. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's what I needed, a two-pound taco to really motivate me to, you know, help me with this process. Yeah, flow the toxins out. Yeah, see, I, I wasn't as patient. You waited longer than I did because I I had a friend of mine say, like, oh, you should drink some prune juice. That'll um, that'll get rid of everything. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And then I asked my mom, like, hey, mom, you know, prune juice, did that, like, help, you know, flush me out of here? We're all adults. She's like... Yeah, it doesn't really work for me. So I'm thinking the truth is somewhere in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. It works like, for some people. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, you know, I'm gonna just th- drink 36 ounces of it. Yeah. And I, and I t- I text my buddy and I was like, I, I you know, I got you should drink juice. the whole bottle of prune juice. No, half the bottle. It was like 64, right? Yeah, yeah. And I text my buddy. I'm like, so I drank some prune juice. Like, how much did you drink? And he's like, I'm like, I drank 34 ounces. He's like, why did you do that? I'm like, I'm at work too. He's like, why did you oh, do God. that? He's like, may God have mercy. No, I don't soul. think I've ever had prune juice in my life. Yeah, what what does it taste decent. like? I can't describe it. It's not that great. I mean, I can stomach it, but I'd, I'd rather never drink it again. Because a prune is technically, is a prune a raisin? It's like a, it's a good question. I, I should read on the bottle. Um, <laughs> is a raisin? That's <laughs> no, a good question. No, no, it's a good question. Uh, no, is, no, a raisin, it's a, is a raisin a dehydrated oh, prune? God, no, but no, no, it's not a raisin. A, a date? Grape. No, a no date. that is not a grape. No, a date is a raisin. Yes. Yeah. So prune's just a prune. But a grape's really small. What's a prune look like? A prune is like a... Oh my god, I feel so dumb. I don't think I've ever seen... A raisin's really small. I thought a raisin was a dried up grape. No. At all. I don't want to say... I'm pretty sure it's not. It's a dried plum. Sorry. A prune is a dried plum? Yeah. It is a dried plum. You're right. Um... Okay. And uh, yeah, and a date and a raisin are of the two of that variety. So oh, prune is used to make wine. Yes. A prune is a dried up plum of any caliber. Most plum, most prunus dominica or European plum. Yes. So interesting. No. So, a raisin is a dried grape. Yeah, raisin. You said you didn't say raisin. Uh-huh. Dried grape. Oh, yeah. yeah, it is. Sorry. I'm sorry I misheard you. My bad. You're right. I already said a date. I thought it was a date. No. A date? A raisin is a dried grape. Yeah. Really? A drape. <laughs> so um, is that true? Yes, it is. Well, I think I've gone my entire life thinking I didn't know that. What do you think a raisin was its own thing? No, I always thought it was a. I thought it was a date. Then what's a date? A date is a date. 
How do you spell the... It's going to give you a million. If you take... Date raisin. It's a type of... I think it's like a... Oops. There you go. A date palm. Phoenix diff, you're commonly known as a date or a date palm. is a flowering plant. So it's a whole different... So that's a whole different thing by itself. Yeah. yeah. It's from a plant. We're getting educated today, people. So if you guys didn't know this, a raisin is a grape, a prune is a plum, and a date is all by itself. Mm. Which is kind of weird because when you're on a date, you're usually with someone. It's true. There's your fun fact of a day for you. Go home, take that with you, do what you want to do with it. Now you just learned a little bit about fruit. So, so my buddy tells me, eh, it'll take about four hours. Within an hour. <laughs> this is what, that's, I spent the second half of my work day more on the toilet than at my own work well, they used to, in, the, in the old days, they used to give that to people who were constipated. Yeah. So I can see, you know, drinking, you know. 36 ounces. Uh, more than half a gallon of prune juice. <laughs> um, you, uh, looks, that's approximately, a, a, you know, 66% of a gallon you just drank of prune juice. You know, and give it doesn't, or take a few. It doesn't stop there. So I'm like, at work, I'm like, you know, going to the bathroom. I'm like, okay, this is kind of cool. It's working. Ha, ha, ha. Right? Then I go home. And it didn't stop until about 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. I'm drinking Gatorade in the process so I don't die of dehydration on the toilet. Yeah, that's true. And um, that's pretty much my night. And uh, I, I couldn't make it out that night. If I had confidence that, I wouldn't uh, shit myself. Maybe I would have went out that night. That's worse than that crampy feeling you get in your stomach, you know, when you're going through that. It's like you're holding it back. Oh, the noises that were coming out of my stomach were ridiculous. Yeah. It was like talking. It was, it was, I've never heard those kind of noises. Well, at ever. least you cleaned yourself out, I guess. You're ready to go, right? Oh, the next day I felt like a new man. Yeah. Granted, the, uh, the, I'm just glad the, the, uh, the output finally matched the input and everything sort of finally corrected itself. But, yeah, uh, yeah. The equilibrium. The exit end wasn't feeling too great, I will say. I was, it was, I was like, oh my God, just make it stop. What'd you think yeah. of the, uh, of the, the taco as a whole, Were you in, did you enjoy it? Or? Uh, I wish I did, but I wasn't in that mindset. I was mm. just like all business, you know. All business. You're like a mullet. This in is water, the front party in the water, no, uh, no yeah. chips or anything. Just it was vodka day too, believe it or not. So I had myself a vodka and a taco to celebrate both days. Like you're like a true American, I guess you could say. You did. Yes, and I will never do a food challenge again. Lesson no, I, I did a lot. I don't know. Hot wing ones, it seems ridiculous. Yeah, I never understood that. Like uh, when we were at Buffalo, like I never understood the the point of hot, eating something so ridiculously hot you can't even taste the flavor of what you're eating. When I was a freshman in college, on my orientation, we had orientation like in August, going into my freshman year, right? So me, double back, and our other friend Joe, we're all going up to UMass together. So we all did our orientation on the same weekend, right? So we all had this get together after all our uh, class tests and all that stuff, right? at the uh, common area in the dormitory and they had a hot pepper eating contest and the winner got like I don't know some uh, they got a real meal instead of the cafeteria food they were going to actually get a yeah. little burger and stuff which I don't understand how you could eat it so there was five of us that entered the first round was jalapenos I banged those down came in second yeah. place no problem at all third round the last round was the red chili pepper the, the really small little red the ones they use in like Thai food and whatnot. yep my tongue was so swollen, it was double the size of my mouth, right? It was terrible. Now, here's a funny story. So we go to orientation. Neither did my mother, Double Back's mother, or the other Joey's mother read the paperwork saying that they, we should have been sent with linens or a sleeping bag. So we show up to orientation, no pillow, no sheets, no blanket. Oh, great. We were assuming it was going to be like a hotel. Yeah. So the three of us wander in, like, doo-doo-doo, walking the campus, and everyone has their bags and stuff, and we're looking at each other, because I drove up, I drove the Jeep up there, the three of us were like, should we have brought in stuff? So we had to use whatever they had for sheets and stuff, God knows when the last time, it was kind of gross, um, and the beds, and after I ate those peppers, my stomach was rip-roaring all day, I spent the entire next day back oh. and forth in the bathroom, in the exit, I'm sure and it, was it not felt good. like a torch, <laughs> yep. like a it's just, oh my god, I, I, the pain, I can't even explain. I can't even fathom how yeah. anyone can do that on a regular basis. No. But, what I can say about the experiences, I did not learn my lesson. Because I go to Buffalo Wild Wings every single time and I get yeah. that mango jalapeno, which is too hot for me. I know. In I my know. mouth, I had the leftovers yesterday. Yeah. The roof of my mouth feels like 90 grit sandpaper was literally just rubbing on it all day. Ugh. And then someone threw... 
you know, gasoline on it. Yeah, see, that's not cool, man. I, I, I like it, it. I can right in my gums on the top. Everything feels like you know, when you like English muffin pizzas, for example. Ooh. You ever have an English muffin? Oh yeah, pizza? the cheese sticks to like. And the soup, yeah. you, you're so hungry for this thing, you take it out of the toaster oven, and it, the cheese is like molten lava, and it sticks like. Like 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 um, napalm to the top of your mouth and just doesn't go anywhere. It just I know burns it. Too it. well. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically what my mouth is going through right now. It's a like painful a, experience. I like to eat things with a little kick. You mm. know what I mean? I like that. But if it overwhelms the flavor of what I'm eating, True. I just find it stupid. I I realize that I think people that eat this ridiculously hot food are just doing it to try to look cool. Like, look at me. I can eat like the hot. Good for you, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't care. I want to actually taste my food. I'm not gonna sit there and sweat. Well, Maddie's a know? smart man. He gets the sauce on the side, so we did yes, that. That's smart. So I dipped. Yes. A, what I did was I mixed a little bit. Yada yada yada. Now yeah. you remember the story from many months ago when we had, we all went to Buffalo Wild Wings, right? Yeah, and you brought it into yeah. work. The, the whole cr- the whole gang of us, the uh, the crew, if I if you will, all went to Buffalo Wild Wings, and I uh, I got the blazing sauce on the side, which is the hottest sauce they have there. And then I brought it home, and then Monday for work, I brought it to work. And it had spilt all the sauce that mixed and mangled with all the chicken. It was a big, you know, cluster. So I threw it in the microwave at work. And the smell was so potent, microwave, that it was, you know, taking over the whole entire office. That it felt like it was like someone, they were getting gassed. It was a terrible, terrible thing. You know what? I think you did them a favor, though. You cleared everybody's sinuses. I did. It was very, it was very rewarding. It was. And that was the talk of the office. Everyone kept walking by me asking where I got those from. They go, well, they're my leftovers. How do you like me now? Hey. So there you go. So that was that. That was our uh, taco experience. Mm-hmm. Um, we had the fundraiser this weekend. That was interesting. Did you enjoy yourself at the fundraiser? No, I, I had a good time, you know, hanging out with the guy. I felt underdressed. I just, yeah. I was very, but then I realized other people showed up, you know, in uh, just polo shirts, and I, was, I felt better. Yeah. At first, I, mean, I was, was like, whoa, because I, I left actually wearing... A button down, and then yeah. I was like, you know, it's too hot for this. No one's gonna be dressed like this. And then I go, and Maddie, who ended up spilling red wine on himself. Well, uh, Susan and I dressed for the, uh, you know, because we know there's gonna be some yeah. picture opportunities. But uh, Maddie yeah. dressed pretty spiff. We, had, if you didn't know, we get you catch you guys up. We had the fundraiser for my campaign last Saturday at the uh, Comfort Inn and Revere, attached to the margaritas, uh, where we had the taco eating contest a couple days prior to that. Um, you both look stunning, I will say. Thank you. Thank you. You're very welcome. It was a nice, a nice night. We had the the band Idols in the Attic, which is my old boss's band, uh, play nice '80s cover. They mixed in a few '90s songs yeah, in there, yeah, but for the most part, it was. Uh, I enjoyed them. Some comics I liked there. Yeah. They didn't get care the crowd. They just went with what they. There were. was some kids there. <laughs> well, that that we can blame the we can blame that to Eric who. We're supposed to tell them it was going to be a mixed crowd, uh, and I well, I did want some of the people who brought kids, and I was like, listen, they're going to be comics there, so use your own discretion. But I thought, it, as a comic was in the crowd and seen some kids, me as a stand-up comic would tone it down a little bit, gauge the crowd. For, yeah. You 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 work yeah. the crowd, so I would use instead of my very vital, you know, title terrible jokes of graphicness or my language choice, I would I would, I would use my ability to a thesaurus words. I don't even know if that's even proper. I'll, I'll allow it. You know what I'm saying? You get the idea. <laughs> Instead of using, you know, say fuck, yeah. you know, you say friggin' or, yeah. you know. Or, you know, oh, man, like, what the hell? Yeah, or be hell. creative for, like, to say, instead of using the word penis, you get creative, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like my sloppy pickled pal, you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. yeah. But these comics just... okay. It's awesome. It's and I, and I, I, it's kind of embarrassing because there was a mixed crowd there, but you know, but the person who was hosting the comedy should have, uh, you know, took care of that issue as any good host would do. But unfortunately, he dropped the ball. He was like a freaking ticking time bomb, huh? Oh, he is. I, I love how he found the time though, and when he was talking to to plug his his uh, softball, he's like, "Who we beat you this year?" <laughs> he'll, be ta- he'll be talking about that to the day he dies. The the, the highlight of his life. If you, if you didn't know, we had so we had a band and we had comics. So we had uh, Uncle Eric, time Uncle bomb. Eric Powers, uh, do the. Time bomb. He was supposed to do the, the comedians, get all the comedians rev up, and obviously, you know, there was some miscommunication along the way. So we ended up getting, you know, three comics, which was nice. Don Zola, my mom's favorite comic, was there, and me and Don, uh, Don have uh, done a lot of uh, comedy shows back and forth. So he's always there to do a show, and uh, you know, he's had me on a couple of his shows, which I appreciate. So. Uh, 
you know, it was nice having him there. And like I said, he's my mother's favorite comic. She literally comments on everything he writes on Facebook. She likes. She comments. It's crazy. Is he gay? I don't know. Like I kind of, I don't care. Just, I cut kind of a, uh, got a vibe. There. I don't know. I, I think he has a girlfriend. I no. don't mean anything anymore. I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> but he's funny. He's a funny guy. He's hilarious. Oh my god. My favorite joke is this, uh, the one about I just shot a pilot the other day. He worked for Delta. <laughs> that gets me every time. I don't know what it is. Then that Tom Brady story he does to close his jokes. Yes. That's pretty. It's, you know, it's funny. But um, and then I, you know, I'm terrible because I forget the other two comics names over there. Yeah. It's like totally slips in my mind. Sorry, I don't need it. Because they weren't the original ones there. Eric got him last minute to go. But, of course, Eric is like a ticking time bomb, if you don't know. When he starts drinking, there is a, there's a gray area in which he can become fun Eric trends, to yes. liability Eric. And you and me knew that exact moment. Yeah. I looked at you and I'm like... <laughs> no, you got to remember, this is a political fundraiser. Yes. Right? I'm running for a public office in the town. So, you... I don't want to be the type of person that stops talking to people because they could be a liability. But at the same time, <laughs> a person who has a general amount of knowledge should realize when they should behave themselves and when they shouldn't behave themselves. Correct? Correct. Yeah. You know, like there's a, there's a time and a place to act like a crazy person. Yeah. But there's also a time to reel it in a little bit. And, you know, so we're getting the potty stats around six. So he comes in like a, like a, bla- like a bat out of hell. Already, before they even think that. So I'm like, I get the comics up at, a, at, at 7 because we got to push everything. And I do my speech afterwards and get the band playing and all stuff. So we had a little timeline for the night. And, you know, you don't want to lose the crowd, too, because a lot of people are in and out. A political friend is people pop in for 10, 15 yep. minutes and they yep. leave. They should have an appearance. Yeah, that. exactly. A lot of them, especially people who are also run for office, like to show up, which is very grateful that people do show up. And um, I, the people that did show up guarantee get my vote because, uh, you know, and I... It's a very nice thing to do. You have a conversation, and the good thing is about the people that did show up, um, they are, in fact, running for a citywide election. Mm. So a lot of the people there are from Rivera, who they got to meet and get to know, and there you go. They probably got 10 votes just from that party right off the bat, which yeah. is you know, which is what you do. You know, For me, it's more of a district, so I only really have my own district to smooze, you know what I mean, to try yeah. to, you know talk to and reach out to to talk about what I'm what I believe in but we all know that Eric uh, so the, so in the, in the nutshell the show was going good but I knew that time was approaching very closely where he was going to become a liability so he gets up he does this thing so he, I think he got on stage because sometimes when he drinks when he it does too much when he does comedy it kind of goes to a weird place <laughs> you know what I mean it goes to a very like dark like well, but before it even got that to that point, during your speech, I'm sitting there, and I was actually legitimately listening to every word you were saying. Which what, you, could, you could read that, what, so you can see that speech live. If you go to YouTube and type in uh, Adi Henry Damadia um, speech, you can catch it. Which was great. I feel like the first part of your speech, where you're kind of working into it, seemed a little bit like you were treading. But then you started breaking out some numbers and statistics, and then it got really good. Well, like, you all of a sudden just started killing it. You went from, like, small talk and your way in, and then, and then hitting it. And I'm trying to listen to you. And then Eric's like, hey, 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 look at him. Adam, 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 Adam. Adam, Adam, Adam. like, I'm looking at him like this. And I'm, like, really trying to listen to you. And I'm like, whatever. Yeah. And, and I was just, like, I was starting to lose my mind. Well, <laughs> he, yes. So, uh, that's, that's two things. So, he, he was doing that when he walked in. So, I'm, I'm talking to all the candidates who are coming in, working for the city. And I'm having conversations. And I'm talking about issues and all that stuff. And, you know, working, the, you know, greeting everyone. That's Literally, everyone that comes in the door, I'm trying to greet, to say hi, thank you for coming. I yeah. mean, it's the fundraiser for me. They're taking time out of their life to come support me for my cause, right? Yeah. So he comes over and starts talking about stupid stuff. Like, he'll, like, interrupt the conversation. Start, and I look at him, like, all right, one second. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like did they, they, did they, who's this, like, this this person? Like, did they think, do you know him? You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, I don't want to be rude, but, I, like, but I'm having a conversation. Like, can I wait? Yeah, I can wait. Yeah, time and so, place for everything. You know? But to get back on the speech, so he was fine. He got through everything. So he became crazy out of control, Eric, once everyone left. And it was just the immediate friends and family that they already know what kind of a crazy person yeah. he is. So that was fine. Well, but we saw the beginning of it on that da- when he was on the dance floor. And I looked at you and I'm like, I think this is where Was that stuck. when he had the sign in his hand? And he yes. was playing air guitar yes. one of my signs? This is, that's where it starts because he's still yeah. fun. Yeah. But that's where it's starting yeah. to gonna, it's gonna teeter soon. Yes. I, I think, gratefully, I think my boss had already left at that point. <laughs> 
So that was a good thing. I was, oh my God, my boss was there with his family. And uh, I was sitting there and I'm like, God, I'm like, this could go bad. Yeah. But it, it was all right. But to, t- to back up on the speech, to be honest with you, so I wrote this three-page speech and this is where I made the mistake. I'm terrible at writing out paragraphs to read per, ba- to, you know, per line. Mm. Which I should have done, which is what I do with my stand-up comedy, is I write punchlines. So I write, like, outlines. So when I go tell a joke and I have, like, cards or notes in my hand, I'll have, like, a line that says, yada, 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 this joke. And then I'll have, like, one, two, three points to hit. So mm-hmm. I will ad-lib and improv the pieces that connect it all. So it's not 100% the same joke all the single time. It's kind of just, like... You get the setup, and then you get the punchlines, and yeah. you get the flow that gets there. What I accidentally did was what I did when I did I did a couple eulogies oh, for my grandfather's. I read it, I wrote it like paragraph, like I wrote the speech. Yeah. But a different than a eulogy is sitting there up in the stand, or you're at church, you're looking down, no and you just read. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's really no way to improv, no. or, you know? What I should have done was treated the speech more like a stand-up act than a eulogy, if you will. So I wrote it all paragraph, but as I'm reading the paragraph, it was kind of getting, my mind yeah. was going. So I just abandoned it. That's when, I, that's when I picked up. And that's up. when it okay. picked up, because I abandoned yeah. it, but I knew the facts. So it was like I was telling jokes, because I knew the jokes, but I knew the facts. Yeah. So then I could just kind of go off and make eye contact with the crowd and work. Now I can work the crowd, and yeah. things were coming to my mind as I was going. It was a whole lot of flowing going on in that situation. Is right? that what I was picking up on then? Yeah. I, that's, that's so that's when it yeah. started getting yeah. better. It was me. I was just getting more comfortable. The nervousness yeah. goes because you're reading you get nervous and stuff and it was a little anxious because, yeah. you know, it's like it was being recorded. I knew it was going to be up there. So, I mean, the first half was, you know, a lot of thank yous for everyone. Yeah, anyway, sure yeah, you were working your way into it. And then yeah. like, where's this going? And then that's then when you hit with the numbers and the statistics, you were like, and you seemed so passionate, buddy. Numbers I'll, I'll don't lie. I'm telling you. You were. You were passionate. You were very passionate. I, I totally give you props for well, that. You were like. As any as any campaign is, you got to you gotta kind of base it on something. You got to kind of find why. you get. Well, here's the thing. You, you gotta, you, everyone has what they stand for, what they want to do, you know, and what they believe in. But at the same time, you have. Like how you need a you need to approach a campaign in a certain angle, right? So you could either you know go and find out what your opponent's saying and then go the opposite, or try to trump him, or just try to break him down for stuff he doesn't do. True. Unfortunately, the guy I'm running against never publicly says what he believes in. He keeps to himself, and in order to get an answer out of him, he's not going to tell you. So if you ask him what he thinks of the current mayor or the current situation, you won't get an answer out of him. So you really can't argue that it's mm-hmm. like. Okay, well, well, what am I arguing? How yeah. do you feel about this? Well, I'd rather not say. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, well, that's kind of weird, right? That is weird. So yeah. you got to either be passionate on one end or the other. So I can't, I can't, you know, approach it that way. So the only way I really could approach it was statistically seeing, all right, is this person supposed to be, whether people really like him? Because, you know, everyone's like, oh, you don't stand a chance and everything. I love being told I don't stand a chance. I love it. Mm-hmm. Motivation more mm-hmm. than ever. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the more signs I see around the city popping up, if you didn't know better, a few, a few weeks ago I sent out mailers, well, three weeks ago for this fundraiser, right? Sent them to, we call them super voters. Now, if you don't know what super voters are, super voters are people who vote like in three consecutive elections. So that's in the last like six years they voted all three elections. The people that right? actually care. Yeah. <laughs> and the city keeps track of these people for candidates to attack, not attack, but to contact you know your way a target is essentially these are the people that show up to the polls these are the people you know are going to be there next time around these are the people you probably want to talk to whereas the guy lives down the street who only shows up every four years for a presidential election maybe he's not showing up because this is a small election because it's not a mayor election it's not a presidential election this is a inner city council councilman election that's all it is in school committee so there's really no big players in this you know what i mean but the people who are in the school committee, uh, the school committee, and the counselors are ones who create the audience and the laws and get stuff done in the city. So this is, if you live in the city, this is a very important election that you show up to. More important, I think, than the mayor, because even though the mayor is there, the councilors who vote on these things. So it's almost like having a president, but then you have your senators and the representatives. They're the ones who initially vote on the votes. The president just proposes them. Everyone else has to enforce. Them. Or try to vote for. So the council in this city is very important. So it's so I approach it by numbers. You've seen the numbers. Everyone knows the numbers. Yep. You know? 
9,000 people living in my ward, 14% voted for the incumbent. You know, half of them are registered to vote. Let's get those other half registered to vote and come and get out there and vote. Why not? Yeah, buddy. Right. If you, if, you, if you watch this and you live in Ward 6 or Revere and you need to know how to vote, if you're not registered to vote, just Google Massachusetts Registered to Vote. A link pops up for the Massachusetts uh, government um, page. And it literally takes five minutes to register to vote. You need it's your, not too late, right? Nope. You have until, I believe, the 18th. Awesome. So you have eight days. Get out there. Do it. And all you need is your license. You go onto the page. You'll type in your information. It'll ask for your license ID number. And that's all you need. And you registered the vote. Piece of cake. So awesome. I, and I sent out absentee ballots for the people to vote. The key is just to get. I need, he got 1,300 votes out of 9,000 people. I need 1,301. That's all I need. I need 20% of the entire district of the ward, if you will. People call them districts. I know people are confused because a lot of warders are weird. Some cities call them districts. Mm -hmm. Down in friggin' New Orleans, they call them parishes, which mm -hmm. is even, in New, I think it's a whole Louisiana thing. Instead of, uh, districts or wards it's parishes which is interesting hmm. but i think it goes back to the older days with its catholic influence from the, when the french took over by the oh french. wow look at you throwing some history down mm -hmm. your people came from the north okay. of the french canadian north, varietal north of the wall and then <laughs> plow their way down to the <laughs> I am end of the canadian. mississippi i hate the french i am a french canadian but french canadians were once french frenchers but they were frenchers. kicked out for being too rebellious <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about now? You're 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 a Quebecian, because that's what they say up there, Quebec. Actually, my family comes from Nova Scotia. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're not one of those people who are looking to uh, separate themselves, like no. the city. I always picture Co Co Quebec as like California. On my dad's side. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's I like so. they always want to pull away and become their own. You know? No, people in California tend to uh, love California, but I mean. California was all right. It's all right. I like visiting. I don't want to live there, though. Not my cup of tea. No, oh, it was, uh, no. you know, the best part about California was, was uh, oh, now we're into the travel section of the show, um, was, I, I, my favorite city was San Francisco, believe it or not. I like San Francisco. I've been to San Francisco. It's, yeah. it's great. It San reminded me very, nice. very, it reminded me of a, a merge between Boston, Philadelphia, and New York. It's like a hybrid. A lot of people pull the Boston and say that about Boston. Like the Boston yeah, because it was like, it had like the historical old school Boston and Philly fail. Well, Boston fail. It had the New York major city, everything's wicked expensive fail. And it had like the, the poor and the, the, the ghetto areas and the homeless Asian people, people like too, Philly. Though. That's weird. Well, they came over. No, it is. It's, um, that has a lot to do with... Uh, but honestly, we're, like we're, when they used to, when they a lot of Asians migrated from Asia, obviously it's close to get yeah, to the West yes, Coast. Uh, but honestly, I think it was it, kind of like Boston in the sense that like clean. You say dirty, yeah. but I think most of it was one of the cleaner cities. I've well, been. it is. I shouldn't say. I shouldn't say you dirty. Know? I should say there were sections. It's, oh yeah, there's always going to be sections. That oh. for yeah for the most part, but so they have a homeless population that's larger yep. than any other um, city. Oh, in the country. I going to say state because I say Hawaii is actually the worst. The well, yeah. someone told me, I don't know if this is true or not, but I, I looked into it and it has some kind of truth to it, that the reason the homeless population is so high in California is because when Nancy Pelosi, who's the, who was the majority, was the Speaker of the House, right, was mayor of San Francisco back in the day, people would get $100 a week to be homeless, to be in San Francisco. Hmm. So once a week you would show up. And I forget who told me this. It was definitely a Republican. But they told me that they would the homeless people would show up once a week and get a hundred bucks. So and it was an influx of homeless people that came to California to oh. San Francisco in particular to get the free money. And That's if you're true. homeless, you could live up a hundred bucks very easily a week. Yeah, you could. You know what I mean? I mean, you could probably spend most of it on booze. I mean, if I didn't have that. bills, I could probably. I live, that's my allowance a week is usually around hundred bucks yeah, for what yeah, I spend. So, so. Yeah, exactly. So and if you don't have any bills or anything to take care of, then mm, yep. No. I mean, you technically for hundred dollars a week, you get a phone bill. You could actually have a phone. You could. You could. I mean, you could get one of those. Go phone. Yeah, yeah right. Yes, exactly. So I mean, paid phone. It's actually pretty funny. Um, but yeah, San Francisco. I remember going to Alcatraz and spending like. 
I spent a couple. I could have spent a whole day. I was actually impressed. Like, how much time can I spend on this little island? Yeah. And I did one of those audio tours. We walk around, and oh, nice. I was actually really brought into it. Like, I, this is awesome. I could have spent another couple hours there if my ferry didn't have to freaking leave. I've never been to Alcatraz. It's one place in San Francisco I have not been. Um, when I do go, though, I want to do the night tour, which is about a year and a half out mm. for a waiting list. Mm. But they take you there at night. And you literally, it's pitch black and you're walking around the prison. I would love to do with that. Just flashlights. That's awesome. I think if you're going to do Alcatraz, that's the way to do it. That sounds fun. Because I, really, I think it would really get you into the mind state of like when the two guys who supposedly broke out Alcatraz. Oh, they died. And they put, remember the dummies they used <laughs> yes. for in their bed They have them. Yeah, they have them in the yeah. yeah. And they dug their way out. I think like that and perspective. they got a raft and supposedly, yeah, yeah, no. But so I, I've stayed on the shore of San Francisco looking out to Alcatraz. You obviously were in Alcatraz looking back to the shore of San Francisco. It's really doesn't mentally seem like it's that far. It almost looks like when you're like at Nahant Beach looking at Revere Beach. Like it looks like it's doable. You know what I mean? Maybe, but the thing is this. The, the current. current that sweeps yeah. through there is actually pretty brutal. No, it's the current. Yeah. Yeah, the current's what gets you. Um, but like in, in a mind, it's like maybe it's a doable swim. People swim that all the time, but... And I know it's funny about San Francisco Bay. It's a, it's such a huge bay. It's gigantic, right? Mm-hmm. That like you like you said, when the tide's coming in to the bay, it will push it deep into the bay. But when it's coming out, because it's such a large volume of water and yeah, it's such it's a great. strong pull, yeah. and it kind of goes from a big like it looks like a ther- uh, thermometer, and it narrows down as it gets like between like Oakland and San Francisco before it gets shoots out towards San Jose on that area. Yeah. And like literally like. Of large volume of water, you have a, it's almost like a funnel. It just funnels it and just pulls you out. Yeah, which I think is like absolutely crazy. Um, but uh, which is and it's actually pretty cool too at the same time. But like like you said, you have no chance in hell surviving that. No, with just that I, current. I, th- I think the tail is kept alive just because it's a great tail. Maybe they did, maybe they didn't. But realistically, there's no way this guy survived. No, it was, it was a foggy night. It was a cold night. The tire's going out. This is. This is, and the raft showed up, not them on. I know. It's a shock infested water. Yeah, they did, the shocks they love it. They didn't make it. There's no way they made it. I mean, it's, it's, it has a lot of qualities because the water is so cold. And sails, I mean, you were in California. You, you walk down the beach, it's not unfamiliar to see a sail just wash itself. It can hang out in the beach, right? Yes. I was in San Diego. I was staying in La Jolla, which is low north of the city. And my hotel was right down the street from the beach. And it's weird because you go to the beach in California. It's not like in the beach in Massachusetts where it's like sea level. You walk right in. Yeah. It's on a cliff. So you're way up here. The beach is way the hell down there. Yes. In California, the, 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 the shelf drops off. like this. Big time. It's not like here where it gradually mm-hmm. goes down. It just drops. It's literally like 20 to, to sometimes 100 feet. <laughs> yeah. So in La Jolla, I'm up here at my hotel. I'm walking down this hill. So I get to the bottom of the hill, and I still got like 30 feet to go down to get to the beach. And I see this like black like looks like rocks kind of thing all piled up in the corner and i'm like what what the hell is that and as you get closer you see it's moving well it's a bunch of sails just hanging out on the beach like all huddled up together like but that's why there's such a shock population because they like sails but interestingly enough though the uh the water temperature there it's freezing it's right? actually colder than ours oh yeah because they don't have the gulf stream that flows through mm-hmm. it it's just it's just water ice cold all that yep. and i think you only really get Warmer water down to the San Diego area, right? I'm, if I'm, I don't know if I'm. And if that's that even warm at all, it might be. I've Plus, you get to think too. The Pacific Ocean is like, you know, significantly larger than the Atlantic Ocean, so it, volume of water to heat is a lot higher. It's yeah. hotter, you know what I mean? So, it's funny to think too, because I have friends who live out there who I try to visit once every year or every other year, and I go there, and it's like in the morning I'm looking at the Atlantic, and then by the time I get there, I'm looking at the Pacific. I think of like our ancestors, what it would take. To actually, like, do that. Like, they would shit themselves. Yeah. They would be able to fathom it. Like, you make a cholera on yeah. a journey, it's going to take, like, a month I to did. go there. Like, it's just amazing how far... Um, I, I, I did that with uh, Florida. Cause Florida, you can see the sunrise on over the ocean. You can see it set over the ocean. Yeah. Because you go to the east coast to west coast. Excuse me. But I did that once. I was I had a 5.30 flight at Logan to fly to Seattle. Yep. So you leave at 5.30 in the morning, you get to Seattle like at 6.30 in the morning, right? Because, you, you know. That's pretty cool. And you oh, it only felt like an hour. You know what I mean? You even know, I feel like I've been flying all day. Yeah. And then you sit there all day, and where my buddy lived in Seattle was on this, like, Queen Anne area, which was up in the hill near the Space Needle. And it overlooked the, the sound, whatever the sound is called over there. 
and the water was literally, I mean, the sun was literally setting over this, like, peninsula of the sound. And it was amazing, because you're at Logan Airport, you're taking off, you're looking at the sun rise over the ocean. Yep. 12 hours later, you're on the other side of the country watching the sun set over the ocean. It's pretty... That's pretty cool. Pretty crazy. Huh. I've never done that. Mind blown. Yes. So you said you had a dream? I want to talk about this dream you had. Yes. And not like Martin Luther King, you had a... I have a dream. A dream that I was an astronaut. Yes. Which is what I used to tell girls when I was in college. I was training in the astronaut program. <laughs> so explain. You're telling Susan and I this dream, and uh, uh, explain to us. Tell the tell the world. So I, I have. I'm, I'm going to sleep, and I have this dream. Obviously, I'm going to sleep, and but I have this dream that Susan. I'm standing in front of my apartment, and Susan picks picks me up in Artie's van and she's like, get in the car and like the apocalypse is happening. Like there's like yeah. fire and brimstone everywhere. Rocks are being shot in the air. It's fire, right? And I'm getting in the van and we have to go because Artie is building a rocket ship that's going to take us to the moon and get us out a of here. Ship. Oh, yeah. I love that idea. Right? And I'm not sure if I would ever trust you to build a rocket ship, but if it's my last no. effort to get out of here and it's, you know what? what I gotta Where was this rocket ship going? Uh, to the moon. Give him any idea. So, we're going to live on the moon. The world was ending, but we're going to live on the moon. Did we have a game plan once we got to the moon? Or I, I, we just, I, I we didn't just get, get that far in the dream before it ended. I don't know. We were just going to get in this rocket yeah, and, ship. And as soon as he was scouting for people, and because you were going to leave in like 10 minutes. Okay. And like you had to like, get a bunch of people. So, and, so in reality, is I'm leaving in 10 minutes, so I take my future wife and tell her to go grab people. And say, listen, if you're not back in 10 minutes, I'm going to the moon. Well, I don't know the distance of where you are. Yeah, pretty much. But I don't know the distance of where you are. Maybe you're really just right down the street. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. It's a dream. All bets are off. Hey, well, that is what it is. I don't know. Maybe for some reason you're at the field, a field in Woburn at the high school. I yeah. don't know. That'd, right. be, that'd be pretty uh, impressive. I don't know. But, uh, yep, Susie was rounding up people, so we go to the moon. And uh, I was, I'm very thankful. How so many people did we get in this rocket ship? Right? I don't Do you know. Remember? I'm guessing it was a very, there, were, there were a couple people in the van. But we made it? I don't know. I didn't get that far. We were oh. in the car, and I'm in the passenger seat, and Susie's driving like a renegade, and there's people, <laughs> there's people like dying on the side of the road, yeah. And it's just exploding. And she's like dodging stuff. Like, yes, there's like, houses exploding, and like, did we have like, the puppies with us? Like, or are they already in the rocket ship? I didn't see any puppies. No, no. but like, I, maybe, maybe they already have the little spacesuits on, ready right. to go. And um, perhaps, yeah, maybe no. The car was swerving, trying to get to your rocket ship, and then mm. and then I woke up. Mm, that sounds like a normal day. Yeah, basically, it's, it's it's Susan driving to work in uh, the expressway in the morning. Yeah, and then and it was that point I realized, God damn, I've been around them way too. Did much you ever later. pass me after the bridge, or did I blow you out of the water? You blew me out of the water. So you gotta ride. She rides the middle lane on the Tobin. You don't ride the middle. You gotta ride the left. No, I got up right behind you in the tunnel. Yeah. And then I got over. Yeah. But then this huge truck came over and. See, I get down to a science. Right in front of me. <laughs> No, I have it down to the science, buddy. Well, oh. what, I, what, what was I heading so the inside time? So competition. Susan's you very were, competitive. You were on the other she was side very competitive. The, <laughs> like, it's like a sickness. I can remember with the tickets. You were on yeah. the other side of the turn. I can see you getting on the... What's the other bridge called? The Zaycom. Zaycom, yeah. She's so... The Jew bridge. She's so competitive. Competitive? Competitive. She's so competitive... We used to play on Sundays when we lived in D.C. about a year ago this time, right? We used to go to this place to watch the Pats games called, um, uh, what was it, something Irish Times, right? Kelly's Irish Times was it called. And it was this Irish pub that was owned by a, like, a Pats guy, right? And then we'd go to this place called Buffalo Billets afterwards. It was a little ways away, like a half a mile away, which had pool tables, basketball, um, shuffleboard, had all the things in there. It was like a big yeah. giant place to hang out, right? And Sue and I, every week, would go into competitive competitions to the point where she actually got angry at me because she couldn't beat me in basketball for, like, four consecutive weeks. Like, I would just – she would lose by, like, a basket or something like this. And then I was, like, I was like, I was like three for all that day. Yeah. So I started cheating, playing pool. So when she, she, was, she was, like, looking around, I would just be knocking my balls in there. And then she caught me and got so angry at me. She was, like, yelling at me like she was going to murder me. That's awesome. Very competitive. I'm competitive when I care. When I actually yeah. have something I really like. If it's something I just, I'm having fun with, I'm, I don't care. I'll be like, you won. And I'll clap. And I'll be like, good job. I don't care. I'm so but, competitive. For instance, in your dream, I wouldn't have been driving the van picking everyone up. I would have been competing on who's going to have the best rocket ship. <laughs> and which one but Suze, you're picking up survivors. You're trying to help people. You, 
I would have sent Tommy for that. Do you Tommy, know the, the dog? Yeah. Dogs can't drive. <laughs> Come with me. Thanks for leaving me to die, Suze. And thank no, you for leaving I me to die. And it did, but in real life, you thanks for you'd be sticking back, sticking back, trying to build a better rocket. I wonder if those two look so inconsiderate. I wonder what they would look like with a space helmet on them. Those two dogs. I don't know. Let's dress them up as astronauts for Halloween. Sick. Sorry, Nolan and Tom, you guys are astronauts for Halloween. Can we get a little space helmet for uh, for a little uh, Filbert over here? No, I think Filbert wants to be a dog. So Filbert, uh, why don't you tell everyone my ass? Yeah. So this this is Filbert right here, everyone. If you don't know, I have had Filbert since I was in seventh grade. Which would have been about 20 years ago. He, in fact, was like two years old when we got him. So he's about 22 years old right now, little Filbert. We don't know for sure if he's a boy or a girl. We don't know much about him. But he's a turtle. Well, notice there's a little frame on this thing right now. It's because we used to have a cover that went in here. But because there's some humid from the water gets so warm and everything. That it actually rusts the top of the metal frame. So I took it off and just threw it away. So where we're sitting right now is where the dog pen was for the crate for the two dogs. And um, Suze comes home and she's greeted at the door by Nola. So her first instinct is, I did not lock the dogs up properly. Which anyone would do, try to blame me. Oh, you must not like dogs. Yep. But the fact of the matter is I did lock the dogs up. But little Nola got so freaked out, she was able to loosen the bottom latch of the crate and squeeze her little skinny body out and then was just free. And we're trying to figure out why the hell she did this. So as Suze is trying to get her back in the crate, she looks up and realizes the filbert is missing. This is hours before the fundraiser. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh my God. Two hours before the fundraiser. I'm like, you need me to come home? Where's filbert? Now he can only be so many places, right? The turtle comes down, he can't climb, so he has to be somewhere in this room. She was afraid Nola took him away. The reality was he climbed up that rock, pulled himself up with his claws, and because we've seen him escape once. Yeah. Now, when he escaped that first time, did he go out the front way? How'd he get off? So he climbed up the filter in the back, but I don't think he took as hard of a fall and he somehow... He came running across the living room floor. Yeah, because it was a video of him going into the kitchen. And I've seen him multiple times making his way out. But, so he's, he have this thing on here, so, so he can't escape. He was wedged behind the wall in the bookshelf. Thank God we found him, because he would have just probably died there if we didn't. But that's the adventures of Mr. Filbert. Well, you're, you are correct, though. Filbert is a male. How do you know? Um, Google. What do you mean? Long, thick tail... Um, nails. Oh, the females well, don't have nails. No, they have nails, but they're shorter. He seems to have long nails. He has nails. very long nails. That's yeah, a male. Oh, look at that. All right, look at that. Today, for sure. Well, Filbert is, is de really a Filbert. It's right. definitely a Filbert. It's not a Phyllis. No, no, it's not. No. Nope. No Phyllis. Filbert, you're a male. He's like, no kidding. <laughs> He's like, I've known He's that looking for 22 at years, asshole. <laughs> no. He's going to live another 40 years. My dog, Nola, is fascinated with Filbert. Like, she'll sit here and watch him just swim around. And I think maybe she was frightened. Maybe she was trying to get help that yeah. Philbert was missing. Because her, they, you ever seen that show on, on uh, in Old Planet? It's called Odd Friends. I've heard of it. I've not seen it though. Yeah, and like a lot of times, it's like say like I own the rescue shelter, and like I had a penguin that was friends with like I say like a jaguar. That's pretty cute. And they would hang out together, right? Why? We have a situation in this house is Philbert, who's a turtle, and Noel, who's a dog, mm -hmm. and they're best friends. Mm -hmm. I can picture, and they both escaped that day. So something tells me maybe they were conspiring together, like the Alcatraz people, to, she got out of the pen, he got out of the tank. What their plan B was at that point was, I don't know. But perhaps maybe she picks up Tommy, uh, picks up uh, Philbert with her mouth and carries him away to wherever they're going to go. Uh, it might be like Chewie and the Porg in the new Star Wars trailer. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> they make their way to Logan Airport. They check into a plane. You see them on a, you see them sitting there. You see like a dude, Nola, and then Filbert. It's kind of cute. Not gonna lie. Nola, if you if you were to take a flight, where are you gonna go, Nola? Oh, don't, don't, don't. This is Nola's joke. Nola, where do you wanna go? She doesn't like the Saints. Well, apparently not. 
over here in the apartment, we have every single football team in the, in the Bud Light mm-hmm. specialty cans. So Joey and I are trying to figure out what the hell can is missing. We only had 31. So we immediately blamed you for throwing away a can. I did not. And we're like, Adam was nope. throwing away. So nope. we're like, well, let's I figure didn't. out which can it was, right? I did not. So we added them all up, and we got them. You know what can we were missing? was the Saints can. And I go, well, I know for a fact that her and I drank out of the Saints and the Patriots can right before we left to go to New Orleans three weeks ago. So she was the last oh, one to touch right. it. It was on video. I remember seeing that. Yeah. yeah. So we were joking that because the Saints are doing so bad this year. Did they win it all yet? They have one win, right? I think so. They yeah, only they won. They have one win. They were on bye this week, weren't they? Yeah. Yes, they were. So they're one and three. They won that game um, against. I don't remember who they played two weeks ago when we went downtown with my mom. Ah uh, yes, against. Uh, was it Pittsburgh? Downtown. No, it was no. Um, Atlanta. Really? No. No. Really? Even Sue's is like, no, Atlanta's too good. <laughs> they didn't beat Atlanta. <laughs> the Saints, if anyone is wondering. Uh, two and two. Okay. Two and two. They're on a two-game winning streak. They won the last two games. Let's see. They beat uh, Carolina. Oh, and Miami. I think Miami, Miami's only scored like 40 points yeah. this season. We can... <laughs> oh, that's right. They killed Miami. It was that one. It was that 11 in the morning game. 9 oh, o'clock in the morning game. Yeah. Was it the London game? Yeah, London. London game, yeah. That's it's awesome. To beat them 20 nothing. That's great. I'm playing Detroit this week. Should we talk about that game last night? And me losing by .9 to Fatty Matty? Yes. That was hilarious. I had, you should, I, I was joking around because before that game started, I was, <laughs> the defense I had, we were watching that Sunday night game. Now, in, the reality would have been was if everything went according to the plan, I should have been up before the Sunday night game. I mean, after the Sunday night game was over. So I essentially could have just took out digs altogether for insurance to make sure I didn't get negative points, right? So I had a team that had a defense. Who I don't know. I can't remember who played the Sunday night. Who played Sunday night? Do you remember? Regardless, you lost Kansas by City like yes. micro So points. I had Kansas City's defense, right? Oh. So they were doing pretty damn good. But the last touchdown they gave up was a garbage touchdown. So instead of me getting like 20 points from the defense, I got like 17 points from the defense, right? Still pretty good. Dropped three points, which brought me down, basically, three points from Maddie. Oh, I need three points. And Maddie was done. Maddie was done. So I lost three points right there. So I'm figuring, I get Diggs. He's the best receiver for uh, Minnesota. He's he's one of the best receivers in all of football right now. Gets me (laughs) 1.5 points. Gets taken out of the game. Gets taken out of the game, (laughs) and then then he's in the game for the rest of it, but he doesn't get thrown to. No targets. Five catches... Or 25 yards. Not even. What was he? We got a point a yard, don't we? Something like that. I don't know. You made this, yeah. this, you made this custom league. Point, we, know, we got point one a yard. I, so I needed nine yards. A catch in five yards would have pushed me over. the. I would have beat him. He does not get that at all, and Maddie gets his first win. And, and I get screwed, too, because a lot of those throws went to Kyle Rudolph, who's exactly. done diddly dick the last couple weeks. And... Miraculously, he gets what two? I think two touchdowns. So who did you lose to? Uh, I lost to uh, Polk High. Mm. Who's that? That's uh, cousin Richie's friend Jay. Have I met him? No, I don't think any of us have met him. Okay. <laughs> Team Polk High. I haven't I like seen him, him in ten I'm, years. I'm a huge Marwin Children fan though, so I, yeah. I, I have respect for that. Yeah, he has the Al Bundy uh, yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. So you're one and four. Yep. I'm one and four. Maddie's, Maddie's one, one and four. One, it's the bottom feeders. There's four teams that are one and four, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. And then we have the girls who are all three and one. Yep. Something like that. I'm four and one. Oh, yeah. You're four and one. All the girls are four and one. Yeah. Actually, no. Brittany wouldn't be four and one anymore because she beat us. So she's three, three and two. two. So us one and four is still have a glint. We still like hanging in there. Yeah. Joey somehow is like kill- It doesn't matter because they're going to. Everyone's going to get steamrolled by Joey. His point totals are ridiculous. Well, Joey's been looking at magazines since uh, three weeks before the Super Bowl. It's true. So oh. that's his mo. He's a, he's the magazine guy. That's true. Well, no. So on this subject, let's talk about that fucking Sunday night game. Whoa! Whoa! 
Oh yeah, Miss Susie had a team that lost by 0.5. Susie's getting fired up. It's it's a little hot actually. I, I like to see fire in a woman. It's, mm. it's attractive. No, Susie's got some fire. Girl she doesn't know anything about football though. She picked that team by team colors. Doesn't. Who? Or was oh, it how friendly they looked? How you pick your players? Or you take my advice of course. how friendly they look? Susie actually knows a lot about football, which is surprisingly because. Down like professional football, I should say. She's like down selves all that southern. Is choose, it's all college. She doesn't yes. look on her face. Choose your words wisely. Yeah, so no. She just had that I don't mean that like she doesn't know anything. Surprisingly, she knows anything about football. I'm surprised because down where she's from, it's all about it's University all of Tennessee, football. SEC. Yeah, because they have teams that suck. Yeah, there. and she yeah. comes from a state that only got a professional football team in 1999. And before then, the closest was Atlanta. You know what I mean? Because Carolina came in 97 or 96. So. You really didn't have a professional football team to follow. No, I didn't. So she drafts, drafts this team. And uh, you lose by .5. We're in a couples league. There's uh, six couples. And I am uh, th- I am three and two. I'm in three and two in all my leagues, except for our league where I'm one of four. Yeah. Which is not too bad. Yeah. Susie was winning the entire time until... Like, hell in this girl. Yeah. Yeah, she had about a 20 point lead going to Sunday Night Football. Killing her. No, 33 point yeah. lead. Killing her. Going into the Sunday Night game. Now, they had no one playing on Monday. Mondays was done for them. Sunday Night was it. Sunday Night, they'll know who's going to win. Yeah. And so, she had like the Houston quarterback, a running back, and what, then somebody else. A running back? What running she back? was stacked for Houston. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, Miller? Lamar Miller then for Houston? I don't know. She had a lot of people. Okay. She had a lot of people. And then, like, one person for Kansas City, which didn't do anything for her. I had, what I have? Kansas City kicker? You had the defense. You had the defense, too? No, no, that one I have Jacksonville. So I had the kicker. Kicker got me, like, I don't know, 17 points or something. Oh, wow. So... The last quarter of the game, I'm still, like, really beating this girl. She gets 15 points in the last 30 seconds of the game because Houston decides that they want to make a touchdown, and then they decide they want to get a two-point conversion, even though they were losing by 20 points. Two-point <laughs> two point conversion killed her. Because well, that was... It wasn't even necessary. No. Fuck it, we're going for it. Was an, I'm and not, he went for the two-point conversion and got it and made me lose. That's hilarious. It, which which happened in college football on Saturday too, where a team was down by twenty, and if they got the field goal, they would have covered the the spread. So say the team. So, so all right, maybe it was a little bit more than that. So say the team was down by like fifteen. The spread was like say like you know fourteen, but they had to kick the field goal, and they would have made the. It would have been fine. Yeah. What? No, I don't know what the situation was. It was something stupid. But the point of the matter was. They, were, they should have punted, right? Yeah. And that should have been the game. But because they didn't punt, they kicked a field goal, and it was ran back, and it screwed up the whole entire spread. <laughs> so instead of te- people who would bet on it because the points were where they are supposed to be, or the over, it had to be something about the over-under, the points. There was a, some technicality that the team should not have been kicking a 65-yard field goal in college. And the guy caught the ball like on the twenty and ran it back for like a touchdown oh. and screwed up everyone who bet on this team. Like literally, the the over went over way over than it was supposed to be because they, they, the team should have just ran the ball Slow out down. and call it a game. It yeah. was, they were down by twenty or something. Wait, I think this might have been you that told me this happened. Wasn't it you that lost a game once because the quarterback took a knee and yes. lost a yard? I, got a, I lost a yard. I lost point one points because the quarterback to Eric Powers. <laughs> To Eric Powers. I'm going to get that story. Lost the game because the quarterback took a knee to lose a yard. That's, I was losing. And then I had a kickoff return <laughs> take go back for 99 point for like 99 yard kickoff return. Yeah. And I was within like a fraction. And then there was a readjustment and all this shit. And long story short, at the end of the day, I lost by a point one points. Point one. The yard that he kneeled. Was the yard that did me in? I was like, "You have to be kidding me!" That's right pretty now. funny. Yeah, it was terrible. It's a little funny. Now, I suck though. at fantasy football. I don't know why I do it, but we play. It's a social aspect, I guess. I guess so. It's fun. Give you something to work up about. Yes. It all worked out. All right. Well, that does it for this show. Oh wow! It's an episode. It really right. does. And uh, we're gonna go eat. 
We didn't even do, do our picks. We didn't talk about Star Wars. We, we, we didn't tackle a lot this week. Right? It was a busy week. It was. It was a busy week. <laughs> Star Wars will be out there. It's coming out uh, December 15th. 16th. Whatever 15th. that Friday is. It was coming out Thursday, the 15th. No, Friday, I thought. 16th. I, December the 15th. I swear they said the 15th because it's a year from it's a year no, from our wedding. I think, uh, wait, hold on. No. We're going to talk about because they no. said the 15th. No, hold on. All right. Hold on. Tell, tell, wait a second. When does... Uh, December. Oh, you're right. The 15th. Is that Thursday? It's a Friday. It's a Friday. That's right, because we're getting married on Friday. Saturday. No, but that's next year. Yeah. You're getting married next year. This is this year. Yeah, so you don't have no, the same day every year. This year. No. So that was coming out this year. <laughs> no, it's not Don't mess with me. <laughs> we're getting, so it's a Friday. So every day, every year, it moves back a day. It moves it's forward coming, a day. So it, no, it's coming on Friday this year. Yeah. You guys are not getting married then. You're getting married no. next year. But we're getting married on the 15th. Okay, Which so, on a Saturday, dude, so it has to be a Friday because dude. the next year would be, it's on Olympia. Sure. Yeah. What does this have yeah. to do with the Star Wars release date? Absolutely it's one nothing. Year from our wedding day. Because I know it was on a Friday oh, yeah. because we're getting married on a Saturday the next year. All right, you selfish bastards. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so they got to write out uh, Princess Leia. Work. I'm curious how they're going to do that. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we can talk more about that next week. And God, I hope Han Solo doesn't die. Again. And her name is Leia Organa? Leia. It's Leia. Princess Leia. No, Leia Organa. I did, Organa, that's, yeah, that's her name. That was her last name? Yeah, she was adopted. By who? Oh, back in like episode like four. Yeah, she's by Jimmy Smith. Ah. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> His last Organa. name is Organa? Leia Organa, yes. Oh, man. I didn't know that. Oh, God. Oh, oh. And Kylo Ren. Is it, I'm confused. Is it, that was, he's the guy who's the, the Darth Vader wannabe. I thought he was Solo was his last name. No, but he he became Kylo Ren. He, he was born. Never mind. Here we go. Did I miss this part of episode Maybe you seven? Watch the I gotta game. watch episode seven again. <laughs> I'm, I'm missing out. I know seven. that brain is all over the place. It has lots to think about. So I gotta rewatch episode seven before I get a fresh. No, no, he was born Ben Solo, but yeah, he Ben Kylo Solo. Ren. Right? Okay. Yeah. All right, I only seen episode seven. Kind of like how Darth Vader was really not Darth Vader; he yeah, was, was Anakin, Anakin Skywalker. Skywalker. Okay. But yeah, yeah. All right, so before I go, before December fifteenth, I'm going to sit at home. I'm going to watch episode one through episode seven to refresh myself. You're taking a day off. It's already in the books. And then I'm a nerd like that. You no, know what I might do. This is what I might do. I might take that Thursday, the fourteenth off. Right. Sit in my apartment all by myself, dressed as my. <laughs> by myself. Don't laugh. Thanks. I can't wear my mask to the freaking movie theater anymore. Yeah, probably not. After. So I went three. I went to episode. When they re released the. In 97, I had my Yoda. I have a Yoda mask. Yeah. I wore that to the movie theaters. I wore it in 99 for um, Phantom Menace. And then the next year it came out was 2001. Of, and I couldn't wear my mask anymore because it was after 9 11. So they weren't allowed to mask anymore in the movie theater. Oh my God. No, 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 That came out. No, I was able to wear a mask because that came out in 2000. I was a, I was a junior. It was uh, the uh, Return the of, the, of the Sith. Revenge, Revenge of the, of the Sith. Sith. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't wear my mask anymore. So Bastards. I can't dress up as Yoda anymore. It's my favorite character. Why do you want, hey, why do you want to know what my favorite Star Wars character was anyways? <laughs> why do you ask who my Looking. favorite character is? Oh. 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 Questions you ask, I know the answer. Lucky. Oh, found something. Oh, Nola. Oh, Nola and Tommy like when we talk like Yoda. Yoda, you like when we talk like, <laughs> don't you? They're like, what are you doing? If you can see the heads right now, they're all looking at me like, huh? They're very confused. Food is what you eat, is it? Oh. Ooh. Oh. A dog is what you are, is it not? <laughs> oh. The force is strong with you, is it D? Oh. Looking. I would say. <laughs> hey, who would you call if if to go off if these two dogs were Star Wars characters? What would, who would they be? Uh, Jabba the Hutt over here. You think so? <laughs> and um, and no. Um, I think Tommy would be. Tommy's a little chubby, so. Tommy would be Judge Binks. Jaja uh, Binks was like tiny, and Noah would be chewy. No, not like size wise, but like their okay. personality. Oh, okay. Tommy's a Jaja Binks, and I think Noah would be Chewbacca, because mm. she's like kind of like a tough guy. You know what I mean? A little bit. 
And she like she, maybe she'd be Han Solo. No, but I'm, I'm not like inanimate objects, though. Not or in 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 animate characters, like inanimate. That means yeah, like, it's not alive. What are like, you talking like about? Like not oh no, like not human characters. Oh, okay, all right. Like, like the, the CGI like the, characters. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Like, I think she'd be a nice Chewbacca. I would. I, Chewbacca's you know, a person in a costume. I mean, not, not Chewbacca. No, but like the character. It's, it's he's a, a, a Ewok. No, he's a he's a. Oh no, he's not. What the hell is no? He's not a Ewok. He's a. Um, I don't know. Is a Wookiee. Wookiee! <laughs> he, he might be an Ewok. They, they see Tommy being an Ewok. Yes, maybe. From the Return of the Jedi's. Yes. Alright, I'll leave it at this there. Leave this there. We'll leave that there. Yes. Y'all have a good week. We'll see you next week. Anything you want to plug real quick? Oh, oh check out the Whirlwind Reports and thepacky.com. That's right. The poor man's packy. And you can get me on uh, at DJID for thepacky.com. And uh, if you live in Revere and Ward 6 in particular, you should vote for me. November 7th. Check out Little Tommy Braden and Nolly Breezy. That's right. On, on Instagram. Oh. All right. See you later. Bye. The RD84 Show is brought to you by thepacky.com. The Packy for all your sports comedy. Packy.com. And it's also brought to you by DJ ID84 Entertainment. Now, 84 Entertainment. Check out DJ ID84 and 84 Entertainment at 84ENT.com for the best rates for your DJing needs.